What's going on? You are listening and watching Talk About Gay Sex. That's right, we are recording a little bit of it today. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City in my apartment with my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? I'm pretty good, how are you? Good, good. It's kind of different to be recorded, right? You were a little nervous. Better now. Better now? Well, you look great, as you always look Thank great. Um, so I kind of wanted to get into it with you. Um, I was just recently in Puerto Rico, San Juan to be specific, and I was with two of my buddies, and we went to a place called SX. It used to be the, um, the former uh, Eagle Bar. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was cool. It's dark. It's, uh, it's a stripper bar. Um, it's, it's really hot. They've got- We all love those. Yes, and they have this one bartender there that's been there since day one, and he, he has a huge Superman uh, tattoo on him, and literally he goes by Superman, he'll oh hook God. you up with whatever you need, extracurricular, mm -hmm. he's, it's a stripper bar, so they get naked there, and he's got like the hugest schlong ever. <laughs> but I was with two of my friends, and um, they're, Literally, at one point, he pulled it out, and they were like, oh my god, and so one of my friends, who's like my brother, because we're, we get along really well, but sometimes we um, argue and stuff like that, but it's all good. Um, I, I went down on the bartender, and then and he's, was, over and here he's like, oh my you. god, oh my god. And then all of a sudden I said, all right, I won't say his name, but anyway, I said, you need to go down on him. And he was like, well, I'm not gonna like refuse that. So I pushed his head down. And then I got my other friend to go down on it. It was like a dick fest. And it Pass was- Pass around this bartender. It was, this place, you know, in San Juan, honey, they don't, they're like, whatever. Honey. No holes barred. Yeah, yeah, and I think he might be straight or somewhere in between, but he's, it was really, it was a really fun time, I have to say. Um, I love my- That sounds very juicy. It was juicy. <laughs> it was very juicy. Yes. I missed out on some juice. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> um, but I also wanted to talk to you about something that was interesting recently um, that I think, I call it a good practice. So I have these two friends, or some friends of mine had gotten together, um, kind of a three-way, four-way, actually, and I've heard this story come up before where, you know, fun happens with a group of guys over the weekend and then somebody reaches out to another person and says they got an STD and then reaches out to, in this case, it was me and told me, well, I didn't fool around with this guy, mm -hmm. although I was in the company, mm -hmm. but two of my other friends fooled around with this one guy and so, the, the other guy reached out to me and said, hey, listen, I got, um, I think it was syphilis. And I was like, oh, I already heard that. And it's like Monday morning, too. It's like, not what I want to be hearing on Monday morning. But I think, if I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I think it was a good practice because he said, hey, I know you had two friends, and there are a couple that were at this kind of get-together. Mm -hmm. And his whole point was, you know, who knows? I kissed them. I did fooled around with them, who knows if I gave it to them, but I just got this diagnosis, and would you mind giving me their phone number? I mean, would you I mind? think that's really respectful, but it's definitely not something I've heard is very common that people would do or have the balls to do. But it is good practice, don't It you is think? very, yeah, and I think uh, another thing that people don't understand is you don't have to uh, have full intercourse to catch things from other people. And as so. you said before on this on the show, it's like it doesn't things like this won't necessarily show up in mm -hmm. you know. And not everybody has the same uh, side effects, so sometimes you can have something or carry something and have no symptoms and not show. Right. But the fact that he let them know is good for their own health and also for anybody else that they're with afterwards, just because he could have no idea and right. he could not feel anything and still have it. And I had a good follow-up to it too because those that couple that he wanted to contact ended up, I ended up seeing them in a bar like, you know, a week later and they said, oh, so we got um, a Facebook message from that guy that was at your bar. I said, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I probably should have told you. They're like, no, no, that was cool. I mean, everything's cool. Mm -hmm. And um, I, 
they were happy that at least he reached out to them. So I do think it's good practice. It is good practice. It's really better than saying nothing. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but I thought it would be a good time to um, introduce our guest. We have two guests yes. today. I'm actually just going to pull the camera out to you. Two guests that I'm really excited to have today on the show. Oh, really? So I was in the camera? <laughs> there you guys are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm really excited um, for my first guest sitting um, opposite me. His name is, well, Stephen Charles Lincoln, but you yes. changed your name. I know we share the same name, Stephen, but what are you going by now? Lincoln. Lincoln. I okay. like the last name. In my nightlife, I'm Lincoln. In my day life, I'm Stephen. I actually like all three names, but it's not the 1900s. So okay, okay. I wish we all called ourselves by all three names, but it's not going to happen. Exactly. I'm really excited you're on the show. I was a fan of you before I even knew you uh -huh. because when I first moved to New York City, I used to go to what's now called the Bowtie Theater on 23rd uh -huh. Street. Sinopolis. And Sinopolis now, but it used to be called, I don't know what, but anyways, at the movie. Chelsea Cinemas. Chelsea Cinemas. Yeah. At the concession stand, obviously they had Coke, popcorn, and the usuals, but what they had right in front of you next to the registers was protein bakery treats like this. So, and yes, we are in New York City, so if you're hearing... I love the siren in the back. Oh, I think that's so great. It's, it's very New York. York. It's very it's, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's music yeah. to our ears. Exactly. And the air feels good right Yeah. Now. So we had the protein bakery, and what I loved about it was, wow, you can finally have snacks that are have whey protein in them, and you conceived this how many years ago? Uh, 1999. Wow. So we're looking at 18 years ago. And now you opened up your first brick and mortar. Yeah, flagship store on 19th Street and 7th Avenue here in New York City. But you can buy them online, proteinbakery.com, and we ship globally. It's I nice. I love it. I love it. You've posted a really cool video that Jeremy shared with me earlier oh, today about... Yeah, Shape Magazine did that on us. Very cool. We'll list everything on that, but you also oh, cool. are an amazing... Um, I didn't know you uh, went to San Francisco State. I did. And speech, I'm from San Francisco. Yes. And speech, Did you also go to San Francisco uh, Berkeley, State? Berkeley. Okay. But yeah, cool. uh, I was communications. You were speech communications? Speech and communications with a minor in animal liberation and sexual identity. Wow, you're going to have a lot of uh, animal liberation. I, I know. Mean, it's okay. crazy. Okay. I only have a degree in San Francisco. That's <laughs> awesome, though. That's true. Wow. Yeah, but Animal Lib was amazeball, like amazing. So. Amaz balls. Amaz I love balls. it. I love it. But you're also an instructor at Crunch Fitness. You teach classes like fat burning Pilates, chisel, yoga fusion. I do. Um, all these things. And usually, too, Madonna the theme. thing that we share, our love of Madonna. I only teach to Madonna. Yes. Yeah. Only to really, Madonna. Only to Madonna. Well, Sometimes I throw in a little here and there of popular music or my other divas that I, I rarely teach to a f male vocalist. I do a little Gaga, a little Adina, but it's 98% would, like, <laughs> Madonna. Like, if it was a male, would it be like George Michael? Yeah, I do George Michael. I've done Prince. I do Depeche Mode. Um, oh. Alison Moyet, who is a woman but sounds like a man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh -huh. but it really is. Today, I just got done teaching fat-burning Pilates to bedtime stories and yoga Ooh. to um, the original album, I Madonna. I yeah, really it. fun. Thank you for being here. Thanks. My other guest, yes, you can ask him a question. Let me introduce you first. Okay. Yeah, who are you? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> mister. Um, Alejandro Terrazas is my other guest today. I'm very excited you're here. He is the creator of Unleash Fit. Uh, and he is also my personal trainer, and you also teach boot camp classes here in the city and, yes. and so forth. Um, welcome as well. Um, honored to be here. And actually. he's also straight too, but he's gonna have a lot to <laughs> offer in this in today's. Um, yeah, yeah, it's okay, but I'm adaptable. It's okay. I can, I can, I I'll understand adaptable. everything. Oh, okay. I, uh, <laughs> there's limitations to that, but yes, yes, it's a, uh, it's a good. Uh, feeling for me because it's it's been a lot a lot of learning for the past 12 years now for me so yes and you teach me a lot uh, about everything which leads us to our yeah. topic today which I'm excited about um, basically today we're talking about sex aging and fitness and um, I think everyone can kind of relate to these topics and um, the first thing I kind of wanted to like get you guys involved in was um, you know, aging and testosterone, like as Alex, you've shared with me several times about like testosterone obviously is, you know, the thing that makes us come. It's the thing that gets our sex drive going. It's Correct. all those things, but we lose it as we get older, right? Correct. And yes. you were sharing me a little bit about the ways that we can 
Yeah, yeah. usually. Uh, so a lot of companies will go with supplementation uh, towards um, testosterone levels, right? Uh, there's other ways too that you can actually do that too. There's no. Uh, go ahead. And hello. Yeah. Okay. Hello. hello. Yes. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So there's no according that there's no scientific uh, logic as in like if it's going to help you increase your testosterone levels with it but usually uh throughout food you can kind of increase that uh you do lose about point uh 1.6 percent of testosterone uh crossing 40 years old so usually now that's uh -oh, decreasing into the <laughs> I know, I know. but i'm not worried about you or myself because I'm we seem <laughs> to be like you're fine I mean, in that department but yeah, yeah. you really know how to take care of yourself uh within your diet and your cholesterol level is kind of low and you know how to take care of yourself uh, physically and within your diet usually uh it tends to decrease a little bit less than that it goes less than than that usually people that are overweight or people that are not active usually uh will start decreasing that and usually there's some factors within uh, hair loss uh, you have uh you know, decrease of muscle strength, uh, you don't get turned on in the middle of the night. So right, that right. happens, like that morning wood Aww. starts to disappear a little bit. I still wake up. I woke up with morning wood. Almost every morning I wake up with morning wood. But that's wood. good. I mean, Is that, you, I mean, what's happening when that happens other than I'm just horny and I must have dreamt about, you Well, know. you are well rested. Maintaining your youth too. I mean, I well, yeah, I mean, me happens. training you, I kind of like, I kind of, give you into that baseline because you ask a lot of questions I usually help you out with that right. but I don't really guide you within diet because I know that you take care of yourself right the, the, the amount of food that you eat and everything else not a lot of people have that about 99% of my clients won't do what you do sometimes and that's that's kind of like the hardest thing when it comes down to a private trainer you kind of let have to let them know they still think about exercising is going to increase their testosterone to a certain degree but diet at the end of the day is what's gonna is, is gonna complement sleeping, you know, uh, knowing really the, the habits. A lot of people that work nine to five or 12, 13 hours a day, and they're not active as much, less sleep, your body's depleting everything else. So usually your sex drive is the last thing to go. And when that happens, Houston, we have a problem. Cause that <laughs> means that, you know, your entire body's just going into that shock mode. But you've told me before, there's things you can do. There's like, you yeah. can t go, you can see your doctor and they can actually do tests to see if you have low yeah. testosterone levels. You can supplement like things and, well, and those mean, kinds of things, which is good. That, that you find in GNC or uh, you take, uh, like I said, it's not really a guarantee that right. you're gonna increase your, your uh, libido or your testosterone uh, is very, very little. And also, I, I say that because I, I've taken it before, and I'm pretty young, I'm 30, uh, 31. But when I was younger, I just used to like uh, take them just because it will make you bigger, right? That was right. The, the, the purpose right. of it. Uh, but the doctor, when I went to the doctor, because I was having a massive a breakout uh, because of that, my doctor would say, it's like, you're so young, you don't need this. Yeah. Like, you don't need stuff like this. But after 30 years old, your testosterone will start decreasing. So sometimes when it comes down to 40 and up, uh, 40, 50, and 60, usually the doctor will give you supplementation uh, prescribed where it kind of increases that testosterone level where you're able to not have too much of a loss uh, on hair loss or muscle loss, or strength loss, even sleep loss, depressed. Uh, so it's kind of right. like, it's, it's huge. What about those guys out. though that we see in our community, gay community, that like we know they've probably taken a shot of, you know, testosterone, um, you know, illegally or whatever, but they're huge, but like, it seems like they don't have a big sex drive, right? Because their balls get smaller. You've seen that, right? Yeah, I have seen that. And I've actually, someone recently said that to me. He's like, yeah, I know I'm huge, but I don't have a lot of sex drive. My balls are gone and they're not coming back. And he was late fifties. And I was like, I did not ask any of those questions. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me. I appreciate that. Clearly it's on their mind. Exactly. And yeah. I said, uh, I wasn't looking for that, but that's yeah. okay. But you I know? think sometimes in our community, we overdo it. Absolutely. And I think what, everything you just said and what you said, it's about balance and it's about finding balance for you in your life at your age with your body and your makeup. Right. right. You know, like I lost 82 pounds when I became a fitness instructor 25 years ago. Wow. And I did it through eating different. 
Because I could eat mayonnaise with a spoon. I can eat <laughs> a pound of cheese at 2 a.m. without looking back. Right. So I changed awesome. some of my eating habits. I also cha- I went to therapy. Okay. Because if you eat your feelings and you're big because of that. Right. And I think you could be big because you're eating your feelings. You could shoot steroids and lift and get big because you're eating or lifting your feelings. Anything so, can become too much. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's about, it's the same principle of the protein bakery. We right. say we have balance by adding protein to a baked good. How do you do it in your life? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. And then you, I've worked with you training just mm-hmm. for fun and, yeah. and haven't you noticed like your mood changes and, Definitely. and yeah, I mean, what's your experience been like working out? And I mean, I think you're too young for, to worry about losing. No, but I think it also, it definitely loosens you up and it gets you like ready for the day. It also just clears your mood and your mind and all of that. It relaxes you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, but one of the things that, um, I wanted to talk to also about aging and testosterone. I mean, you you teach all the time and stuff like that. Um, I, I know you lost all this weight and stuff like that, but have you noticed your sex drive changed dramatically when you know you you lost all this weight and now you teach classes? <laughs> no, I'm pretty consistently I, just a horny devil who is out <laughs> there. Oh, like I. If Maybe. I have a boyfriend, if I don't have a boyfriend, yeah. if work is really stressful, if it's not stressful, yeah. I, that is kind of my beginning of the day, end of the day, in the middle of the day, check in with myself. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm, I could be sexually active with someone else, or I, I think it's really healthy to have a sexual relationship with yourself or your own Absolutely. right hand and your own imagination. Well, that's a perfect thing because I wanted to find the answer to this because I was asking Alex the other day, um, what is the right time to, you know, come or bust a nut or, or whatever is, I mean, do you lose, Rub like, let's out. just say I'm about to meet, <laughs> let's just say I'm about to meet you to train and I'm horny. Should I hold it in? Because is that going to like make me lift more or is it, or am I going to be like weaker? If, or, it's, if it's a quick bust, I mean, <laughs> fine. I, your body's not gonna spend that much, you know, energy in it. Yeah, it doesn't spend too much. But if you're gonna have like a more than twenty minute type of sex, uh, session. sex yeah, um, I will hold it off for about a few hours, two hours at least. Okay, it's like having a meal, right? So because I ask athletes this all the time too, you know, sex before, you know, the game, right? Or not? And some of them said, yeah, it, it, you know, we depends win. on the person. Depends Maybe it depends on the, on the person too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of athletes, like uh, for example, boxing, they will uh, reject any type of sexual uh, in- uh, encounter for. Uh, it all depends uh, a week or a month before the, the fight, and they tend to believe that that's gonna kind of like increase that strength and endurance. Right. Uh, when it comes down to the fight. Um, there's no, there's no such thing as a belief with it. Uh, um, you know, lately, I, I used to box when I was younger, so I mean, I kind of had that belief in it. But later on now, now how uh, advanced health and fitness is now, they kind of find things are like, well, that's not, not, it's not true now. You can actually still have sex and still have a fight. So now there's, there's always something coming up, and sometimes you have to know your science. You have to... As an individual, I tell everybody, make your own research, go to your doctor, be specific. <laughs> Doctors will never give you those answers unless you ask. Or know the science for yourself, I think, yeah, too. Right. Because like sometimes yeah. if I'm so horny and I know I'm going to meet, you know, go down and train, it relaxes me just to hurry up and just like jack off and, and come. And then I'm relaxed and I'm like, okay, now I can really just focus and be in the workout. Right. And I'm not weak. I'm just, yeah. it w- because I was so heightened... Or anywise, <laughs> well, sometimes you know. No, really. I mean, when you have it all no, worked up, when it's yeah. that worked up on that level, I'm st- and I could just like you said in a quick minute, yeah, bust I mean, a I nut. Would, then I know I'm just going to get that out of my system, and then I'm not going to be looking around in the gym at like other trainers. I'm just going to be like focus. present yeah. on my. Yeah. Sometimes session. I do that before I go out at night. I go. I'm not. I'm not going out to look for someone. If mm-hmm. I'm horny beyond belief and going out, then I'm looking for someone to. Have sex? No, you I want to just go out and have a good time. Yeah. So let me get that and, out of and the you way. And you know you'll be you could work it up. I again can work later. that up again in a heartbeat. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, um, sometimes on a Sunday when I don't have to do anything, I will wake up, jerk off, and pass out again. And then wake up and be like, no, I want to sleep some more. Jerk off again 
and pass out again. And I can sleep for like an hour after doing that. And it really, it's, you know, what it's progressive, your lullaby moment. <laughs> well, you know what progressive relaxation is? Have you ever heard of this? It's progressive a, relaxation. Yeah. No. It's a technique where you strain, like yeah. you squeeze, squeeze, squeeze your muscle and then you release. And then you squeeze, oh, squeeze. Oh, like Kegel? Like, like all. Isometric <laughs> exercise, right? It's an isometric. Kegel of your whole or your. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about your whole body, okay, not just not your just, whole. Okay. Thank <laughs> you very much. <clears throat> right. But if you know. jerk off, you tense up your whole body. Yeah. So it melts you in, back into relaxation. I mean, you've done those type of workouts when I made I you hold a bar for a certain amount yeah. of seconds and then release, right? right. So it's the same premise because it's, it's a muscle, right? right At the end right. of the day, it's still a muscle. Uh, but I, true, I do believe in that. Uh, for me, like there's certain type of clients or certain type of people have different type of levels of intensity or how horny they are or if they're even horny. For me, it's like when I do legs. Yeah. I got to bust a nut afterwards because I get extremely... <laughs> After no, legs and require so much energy, and I do like, and I do crazy legs. I love working on my legs uh, because since I was you young. busted out later. Uh, no, no, oh, I started discovering this as as, as as I was getting older. But, yeah, thirty. Um, yeah, you're thirty. Ooh, older. I mean, okay. we're fine. Yeah. Everyone's fine. It's, but I, the, the <laughs> fact of like, and a lot of people's like, well, I don't like that. I don't, you know, a lot of people that I train, they hate working out legs. And then when I tell them, it's like, you know, I don't tell them specifically what happens to me, but I tell them it's like it's it's, it's such intense workout that I give myself that it's just my testosterone level that I, I get like sky high and it's just like I gotta go home like. To release something. Yeah. And Why do you have to go home though? <laughs> well, I, trust me. I mean, you know, uh, there's so many things that happen, especially when I used to go over here to the New York Sports Club. Um, no, but I'm saying all you need is a stall or your bathroom or. You oh, so you're talking, to... you're talking city when you just pick up and go for the day. I yeah, that's that. what I mean. Yeah. I, I mean, need some if candles. It... I need, I need oh, some, some oh. deep music. Oh, you need a mood so, then. And you know what? And sometimes. I just need a stall. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. I, I gotta, like, so, I. So we're a little bit more kinkier than he is. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Done. I mean, I masturbate like four times a day usually. So I. Wow. It's always random. So sometimes it's at work or at home or I, it's just whenever I need to, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, How old I, are you? I done that. 26? Yeah. Yeah, you're I used to jack off 11 times a day in my 20s. <laughs> oh, my Holy God. Shit. 11 and up. My max is wow. the most and I've ever done working. is 10, but I was yeah, off okay. that day and I just. Couldn't get Especially it. Especially if it's a day off and there's nothing else to do. It's been like, <laughs> what do you do? You eat, sleep, well, here's jack why off, I think fitness, watch TV. Working out and like leg day is because if you're doing 11 times a day or even how many? Six? Whatever you said. Four. No, my, four, no, three or four three or every four. day, yeah. I mean, working out really does replenish all of that stuff. To and, a certain extent, yes. Yeah. I think you don't want to work out in an empty uh, tank, right? Right. Um, I think uh, that's just going to it's going to diminish uh, whatever you're trying to achieve on that workout. Sometimes I tell them, you got to take a few hours off. And usually when I know, like if I'm going to be sexually active and it's going to be more than a 20-minute workout, like, you know, sex encounter, I'm going to make sure that I have at least six hours because I know that it's it's going to be intense, right? So, right? But by the time I get back and I have something to eat and everything, then I'm ready to go. But if it's a quick one, I don't think you should have a problem, you know? I bet, I bet. <laughs> you know, I, That's funny. But the other reason to go to the gym is that I'm sure we all have sex stories <laughs> at the gym. I certainly have um, several. I mean, you know, the sauna in general. I mean, in L.A., when I used to live in uh, West Hollywood, <laughs> Los Angeles, that the Crunch Fitness on Sunset Boulevard was like a bathhouse. I mean, it was When like, was that? This would have been 1998 to like 2000. Was Sports Connection there? No, it had changed over already too. It used to be called Sports Erection. Right, and then sports people used to go to sports the erection. I think they had a security guard in full security guard uniform walk in and out of the steam room because there was so much going on in there. Whoa. Yeah, but yeah. so the Damn. crunch kind of like took over. I think. I wonder why it was erection. And, and to pull in Madonna, to make it yes. really, um, one of the reasons that I, um, her choreographer at the time, I'm not going to name names. Was teaching? Was, um, he used to work out there. So oh, he'd always nice. come in, and he was really hot, too. Um, and he was always in, the, oh, in really? the steam room there. And I was always trying to, like, catch him. And 
but I was like nervous and trying to be an actor at the time. But no, definitely people weren't, you know, jerking off and, and a lot of things were happening. But I don't know, do you guys have sex stories in the gym? I'm sure you must have a bunch. I actually, it's funny. This one doesn't. You, you probably no, do. I, I, yeah, unfortunately I do. Yeah. You have probably, Why is that unfortunate? Okay, so it, was, it was just the most awkward uh, encounters for me as a straight man, but it was so. Uh, and you're totally fine with. I, uh, I mean, fine I'm with, okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it, but there's, there's a certain thresh, uh, threshold or a limit when it comes down to I mean, it's very clear how I act. They, people wouldn't know. It's like, this guy's straight. But they just keep on going. They just keep on going. Mm -hmm. But you're working out at, like, New York Sports Club. No, it isn't obvious. Like, uh, there's a lot of masculine guys that look just like you that are at New York Sports Club oh, yeah. that are 100% gay. And so yeah. I don't think it is obvious. But you, you were telling me recently, didn't some guy come up to you and, like, have a conversation and open up? Yeah, he opened up his towel and... Uh, and uh, yeah, this shit was pretty big. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, like, shoot, I wish we were there. <laughs> no, he he was huge. Yeah, like just like slapped the floor. I was like, what the, what is this? This is not real. Uh, so I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gay. He's like, okay, do you still want to try? I was like, what? No, I'm good. I'm okay. But he turned out to be a very nice guy. Besides that, certain times at different, um, like. Saturdays at my gym, 24 Hour Fitness, I notice can be, of course they're like hating me now, I'm sure, but can be the gay guys tend to come out at and in the sauna and I had a recent experience on a Saturday afternoon that was with a very young twink boy, but yeah, no, he was cute though. It, it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure you're living I in the gym. Well, yes, I will be honest because I was, group fitness director for David Barton gym for 17 years. I created all the classes for David. I hired over 300 people to teach it. I, I'm, I'm not going to go with a hard on into the steam room. My instructors are there. People who give me member feedback yeah, so are there. What do they say? say with, don't yeah. shit where you, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah. So yeah. while I've been in that situation and had people be playing, I just want steam and I might be turned on by it, but I'm not going to put my, it's not the guy I am. So I what a gym do, do you then do you go to, to do that? <laughs> <laughs> that would happen for me to be completely honest when I traveled. Okay. Yeah. So if I was, you know, Somewhere in San Francisco or if I'm in Berlin at a gym there, or if I'm in London at a gym there and something, Does but it? also when I travel, it's a whole different scope because I'm not teaching. I'm not, I'm not on a work schedule. And you're not necessarily going to run into I'm not going to run into people, people that right. work with you. Doesn't travel bring out the horn dog in all of us? In all of us. Yeah. I've yeah. noticed like, no, seriously, it's like people like might not go out much here in the city and then all of a sudden they are traveling and then it's like, oh yeah. But you also get so much energy when you travel. I feel, at least I do. When I, I went to Berlin for 20 days, oh. I didn't, I didn't do any, I hardly drank coffee. I just had so much energy that I was in a different environment, in a different culture. It's a very sexual people. environment too in, yeah. in Berlin too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know, Jeremy, what's your experience? I mean, when I'm away, I like, I just get adrenaline off of being and meeting new people and exactly. being around like a whole new exactly. scene. So when you go out in the gay scene anywhere that you're on vacation, it is fun to just see all new gays and it doesn't even have to be gays, but just like new people that we don't see all the time. Right, right. But at, for sex on vacation, I don't do a lot of it. And I also am more of a watcher than a doer. Warrior, right. So when, when I'm out, I'm not really about like... We've talked about this before. Yeah, getting yeah. off, but I definitely will watch. But it's more interesting to me to just be around new people. What about in the gym? Are you like just getting it out? Yeah, or I'm not, not yeah. The yeah. bathroom whole situation grosses Doesn't me out. Showers, sauna, all of it. I think it has something to do with like our age group too, because back, I mean, yeah. right behind you is Tom of Finland, and there's certainly <laughs> like imagery that he's conjured up back in the day of like bathroom sexual sex capades, and there is something taboo about doing things. I mean, the idea of it's definitely hot, but I also don't like the idea of when you are in a sauna, you're not necessarily gonna regulate who comes in and goes so right. there's other people that's, watching that but that's part of the excitement that is yeah. that you aren't you can't into regulate and i don't the like apps. that idea right but jeremy you do the apps and you can't regulate 
who's like you can, but you can also just not say anything and not respond. True. So. I feel like you can do that though in the sauna too. But what I'll say lately, especially in in the gym environment, I find the gym floor very sexy. Watching people that have great bodies, that look good, that watch themselves in the mirror, that see them develop their bodies, and it, it doesn't. I guess maybe I've gone over the other side of. Sure, I could see you naked in a steam room, fine, but there's something about watching men work out, yeah. and there's something about going to a gym where that's not happening mm -hmm. that I go, I need motivation. Right. You know what I mean? I need more than just Madonna in my ears. I need, I need motivation. But that, to, in a way, too, though, a lot of people um, are getting discouraged because of that, too, because um, of the environment of the gym um, um, the gym environment now, right? You you got to look a certain type of look to be, especially yeah. I started realizing that because I travel to a lot of gyms, right? And it's becoming now, and it's affecting big gyms because a lot of people that have no confidence or they don't have uh, the will to go, or they don't even look good, right? Uh, they stop going to those gyms because they surround them by, by so much, let's say, I got to look like this in order to kind of like permit myself to You're, be in that gym. That brings up something, yeah, because um, I was going to talk about it, but social media I mean, nowadays with Instagram and all them, yeah. people are posting like pictures of themselves in the gym and, and like, look at my biceps today and look at how much I pushed in legs and gym pics like are constant all yeah. the time. And But I look at it, I mean, I'm usually happy for those people that are posting. And then on the other hand, sometimes, to your point, I think it's inspirational too. It's like, right, that's right. I got to like get my body in shape. And so it inspires me mm -hmm. when I'm in the gym to want to. So I kind of look at it that way. But you're saying maybe it's... Um, the reason I say that is because I, I train a lot of uh, younger crowd now, um, so 16 and under. And their mentality when it comes down to that is not like ours. Like we see it as a motivation. We see it as something that we can not just look like it. Obviously your body type is completely different than that person's, mm -hmm. right? So you might not be able to develop that type of chest or shoulders or arms, right? Uh, kids nowadays don't understand that. Uh, whether you're gay, straight, you look at pictures like that and you want to be something like that, it takes whatever you want to do to get there. You're and saying it's unrealistic goals? Uh, not unrealistic but goals, pressures. I think. Uh, it's pressure. the pressure for them, right? So uh, they lack that type of confidence of saying, like, oh, I might not be able to look like that this person yeah. anymore. And, um, and, and the reason I see that with, with young crowds is because they don't want to work out because of that. Yeah. And they hide themselves through social media, which means it decreases the lack of communication, right? There's no more uh, going to a bar and having a, a true conversation with someone without meeting them before in Facebook or Instagram. And you're saying it makes them shut down and shut down, stay reserved? Uh, physically, yeah, mentally. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And I think uh, it's affecting now the future of our generation, right? Well, it used to be that back in the day, like for girls in particular, if they looked at like, you know, fashion magazines like Vogue, it was the, I, the body type that you would never be able to achieve. Right. And there was that whole thing. And now, right. for, I think I said this on a different podcast, like I'm glad I didn't grow up in a social media era. Yeah. Although, so I, in my 40s now, I use it I appreciate it right. but I didn't grow up with it so I'm not like when I go on it it's usually to promote something but right. it's not I would imagine if you were like your client 16 or, or, or under and this is what you know this is how you consume your you know media yeah. that this can affect you negatively because you're like oh my god this guy has this body and this guy's here and you know he's with Kim Kardashian and, and, and I think this, there are some things yeah. that you can achieve in the gym, but then there are many things and social media shows you so much, especially to people that are younger and very impressionable. It shows you a lot that you can't achieve being in a gym. Like if right. you have no ass, you can't get like a basketball ass. Or yes, to you, a can. Certain, you can, but Jeremy, to a no, certain you can level. Via um, 
Photoshop. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. was showing right. me. Um, but that's my, what he was saying. They hide behind it being a false uh, image of yourself. False is the and right then, word. Yeah, and then they right. get used to falsifying what isn't real. My friend the other day was showing me, his, and we were goofing off, and he's younger, and he was saying, you want to make your bicep bigger in this picture? And I was like, oh, don't make me look crazy. But I'm like, well, all right, just make my arm look a little bigger. So we, he like made it a little bit, I was like, wow. But I mean, so some of these are probably not even real, they're touched up, so. Even when you are looking at like some of these, these yeah. kids are looking at it. Maybe they're like enhanced. and as a coach is very um, or as a, as a person that you're not related to that person, mm. um, it's really hard to make them understand that uh, because they're so one-sided into that, and it's really hard to have that type of communication. Mm-hmm. As also seeing um, them uh, interact with other people and seeing themselves being very shy because of the, how they look or because they're not that cool, because they don't have that many followers. And it, be, it becomes a domino effect, right? Uh, it, it affects them within their lifestyle, it affects them within their health, fitness and everything. And this, this kid, these kids are our future, right? So if they're developing into that, compared to us, uh, that we appreciate everything that has been going on now with technology, fitness, all the developments, all the discoveries that we have in, right, testosterone, this, et cetera, uh, we kind of tend to have that appreciation. Kids nowadays don't have that, mm-hmm. don't have the meaning of appreciation. It's really hard. And at the end, sometimes there's some type of blame. I think to they the have parents. an appreciation. I think it's just a very different language that they're oh, yeah. speaking. And I think it came out in our election. I think that yeah. Trump yeah. spoke a very sound bite when I was watching the debates. I've said this a few times. Trump was speaking in this repetitive fake news, everything's horrible, everything's a train wreck, fear, 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 you're going to die if you don't vote for me. And Hillary was like, listen, I've been here a while, I've made mistakes, I have a pen and a piece of paper, we can communicate, let's try and get through this. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't understand the soundbite fear-based lead. I went, well, that'll never work. Right. That's why it was such a shock yeah. for some right, of us. Right. For some of us. But I think we did have examples before because our former first lady, Michelle Obama's mission was to you know, instill confidence yeah. in the youth about fitness. And and it wasn't fitness like what we're talking about, like, you know, this ideal perfect body, but it was like, get active, do something. Yeah. And she went around the country, not once, but several times. It was her mission to get people active. And when you are active, you your confidence is boosted. Yeah. And when your confidence is boosted, everything just changes. like, you know, for any of us, I would argue it's like just that mental thing when you work out there's a whole hormonal thing that happens Correct. all the serotonin that you get just by working out yep. um, is feel-good hormones and you feel that leads to confidence and so you know her mission was that and I would argue that you know younger people do have a lot of examples of that yeah but I mean, they, they also have like you said you know if you just only looked at the apps and followed some of these people you might feel a little oh, more. Oh, it's, it's insane. I mean, I follow most of them, and I sometimes I see them like, what? Like, yeah. you know, especially the exercises, the way they exercise. Another reason why a lot of people get injured because of like, oh, maybe I can do it. Hopefully, uh, though, they you know. have good examples in their life. So if you're in, like, my parents put me in sports. I was a gymnast my whole life. Yeah. Like, from a kid to, I went to Berkeley on a scholarship, and all oh. the confidence that I got and and the accolades and the work hard and, and you know, and then on the other hand, I was a gay teen that was like suffering from, you know, looking at my fellow gymnasts and wanting to like, you know, molest, you know, or have sex with them. And right. so there was that whole thing, but it, I didn't suffer from a lack of confidence. It was mm-hmm. just, so I think hopefully, you know, their parents are active in their lives and they're, you know. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And hopefully those programs are still in our schools. Right. Yeah, right. That's my main goal too. With yeah, them. right. Hopefully we won't they're lose not, some of those. Yeah, we're, we have been losing them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's very important with that. Like, I, I mean, I I had no confidence coming here because I didn't know the language. Like, you know, I encountered a lot of obstacles with it uh, as an immigrant kid uh, and not understanding communication with anybody in school. And my father just sent me to a private school, an old boys school too, nonetheless. It was a scary four years for me because it was uh, it was kind of like a toughen my, 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 my shit up for four years. And I lacked a lot of confidence to the point that I needed guidance, uh, therapy, because I got not only bullied, I got like, you know, like got useless fights, uh, treated like, you know, 
the worst way I can say it, even though in school at that age. And I think if if it would have been like me 10 years ago coming into this country now, I think it would be a lot worse because of social media and everything else, right? One of the reasons why people are getting like so, you know, it's just crazy. But uh, I mean, I developed the skill of how to achieve as much confidence as possible. I discovered myself doing it through fitness and developing myself with that. And kind of, I use those programs to, because I'm teaching kids now, and kind of guide them into that perspective of that. Uh, but at the same time, uh, like he was saying, um, when you having that development of confidence, sometimes my question to you guys is now. This is a question that I always asked, and I think it's better off to ask you guys because I had a client who was like he is uh, 40, 45, and uh, when I first met him as a client, I honestly thought that he was straight. I uh, there was no sense of him being gay. Uh, there was no sense of him approaching me gay, like uh, hitting on me or anything like that. It was a very professional meeting. He, he asked me questions about like uh, coaching and everything. And he was one of my first clients. And for me, it was the discovery knowing that he was gay. It, it was a shock for me because I was like, dude, you act so straight. A lot um, of us do. <laughs> no, no, but, I, but I'm saying like the, the only reason I'm saying that is because <coughs> Now, when you're in this uh, era, it's so easy to say, yes, I'm gay, when you're 10, 12, mm -hmm. whatever age it is, compared to 30, 40 years ago, uh, you had to hide yourself from that facade right. uh, of being straight. And you, do you, did you ever felt in that way? Uh, I'm asking you and you, because obviously you guys are older than even... Yeah. Than, you know. Did we ever feel like we had to hide our... Yeah, like yeah, how absolutely. uncomfortable uh, as in... Um, I mean, like I said, uh, being a gymnast for so many years, um, believe it or not, there weren't that many gay... Uh, I always get this, oh, you were a gymnast, you must have been surrounded by so many gay guys. It's like, no, actually. I mean, Stereotypical. by the way, we weren't on the balance beam and we weren't doing music to our floor routines. It was a whole male-driven... <laughs> yeah, I know. And I always have to, like, you know, one-on-one -on -one gymnastics, like, you know explain mm -hmm. but I was one of the at least I thought one of the only gay guys in my circle and um, I would always have these like ugh, it was horrible because I had like these crushes on my teammates or other you know guys that I had met mm -hmm. and then I would have to suppress all that and I have a vivid memory of it was there was a guy we would we would go to like you know different uh, colleges like Stanford or UC Berkeley when we were in high school and I remember going with like my parents and uh, my friends parents and my friends parents were very conservative parents and so forth well my friend who was um, you know their son was saying something about one of like where's the Berkeley guy and he's oh you know he's not on the team anymore um, he's one of those fags that got AIDS and He's, you know, so he's probably going to die. And he was kind of saying this, and I just have this vivid memory of hearing that and hearing the parents going, oh, yeah, right. And although I didn't identify as gay at the time, and I didn't, you know, my parents... That definitely doesn't push you to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. and know what I'm getting. This would have been yeah. the 80s, late <laughs> 80s. And um, years later, it always resonated with me. I didn't know how to really make sense of it. But years later, I thought, oh, my God, I feel... I wonder whatever happened to this guy because right. it just plagued my mind that somebody was talking about him like almost like he deserves I think he did say he deserves what he gets he's a faggot and and crazy. you know he, well, it was he a got different AIDS. time. it was a different time there's yeah. a lot of fear based right it was fear based but those were my early this new TV series on ABC we are <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for bringing We're that up. It's so NBC, good. It? It's ABC, on ABC. NBC. We are one or when we rise. When we rise. When we rise. Dustin. And it really does explain how that mentality lived and and was created. And it's all fear based. I mean, fear based. Gay thing. men would not be gay people would not be as far as we are now without the AIDS crisis. Right. There's no doubt in my mm -hmm. mind the amount <clears> of <throat> compassion and understanding and just health and wellness that had to come empathy that had to come up in the human race because of such a tragic disease that was handled so poorly right. by our government and by the 
people just not knowing we would not be this far today. Right. So when you watch that series and seeing how it did rise up with women, with everything and then get bashed in the head through the virus and then back to, to the main, cause they start way before the virus. They do. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, really, really, I started good. watching it. And it's really it good. Just started it's now? really good. Yeah, it started it's yesterday. It's a series on Dustin Lance Black. I thought Black. it was going to be a movie, but it's, it's a, a mini series on ABC. Dustin Lance Black yeah. is the creator director and it's really good. Um, encourage you to watch it, but just to bring it full circle later, when I, you know, was old enough in college and, and finally came out, um, working out became, you know, a cathartic thing and I became confident and I was comfortable in the early 90s being gay and then, um, you know, there was examples like, um, I can't remember, there was a bodybuilder, you would probably know his name, um, Bob. The couple? The couple. Oh. They were on Donahue, remember they yeah. were on Donahue? You know them, Bob. Oh. Paris. Bob Paris. Very nice. Bob Paris. The memory. Who you've talked? We've talked about him before, Alex. We talked about him. I met him actually. (laughs) I I met him in the Bay Area. They were, um, um, you know, bodybuilders, competitive bodybuilders, and one, both of them came out as gay, right? As gay. They they did an hour on Donahue about being gay, and the the thing I was going to say to answer that is, I've never, my whole life, I've never thought, okay, I need to put on high heels and do a fan (laughs) kick to sell the universe that I'm gay. That's not the gay guy (laughs) that I am. I don't like the hyper feminine. I don't. I respect not trans. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with right. it. And I was just going to say, I respect trans people. I respect everyone in the world that they have their life mm-hmm. as they want it. I choose mine to be private. I'm way too big of a personality, artistically, physically, mentally, conversationally, that I don't lead with, again, my dick or my fan kick. It's not yeah. about entering the, wor- the, the room I'm gay. Like, right. No, I'm just here. Right? Yeah. And I'm me. That's it. Let's mm-hmm. start there. And there's many other things I identify with before you get to the gay card. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm a human being, first of yeah. all. I'm a spiritual person that has a spiritual balance with a higher power on this planet, let alone who I sleep with. That's really none of your business. Yeah. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Even when I do it in public. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't do fan kicks, but you do other, right? Fruit. yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. My virgin ears. Right. I mean, I don't know, being um, younger, Jeremy. I was going to ask the same um, thing, like, Jeremy, like... I came out at, like, 15. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, and you, when you came out, did you my dad shout to the world? Sister, brother, like... <laughs> Bless you. Bless, Bless you. 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 You can sneeze on the show. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean... My dad thought that it was a phase at first and then just kind of became comfortable with the fact that he knew that it wasn't. I think like referring to it as a phase at first was just an easier way for him to digest it. Right. And my mom just, not to say loved it, but she just welcomed me like it didn't matter. And like you said, it, does, it never defined me. And I think I've been through different stages of becoming more comfortable with myself. So I have been in a phase where I've been really gay and flamboyant and worn different clothes and never let my facial hair grow. And so I think you grow into your own and that takes a certain amount of time, but it also is moving to a big city, meeting different people, and then also different environments, like working in nightlife, uh, being like working at a yeah, working in a, a bar that you is that setting. Eagle? Yeah. Oh, in the leather shop, yeah. So the leather shop. After working, when I started at the Eagle, I was completely different as of who I am today. But it also is being in an environment with a different crowd of people. And I'm happier and just come to my own now and am very secure. But when I first moved to the city, I wasn't. But I think that we all have, when we find closer to who we are and you go through different stages and... I think you hit the nail on the head when you, I mean, it's about evolution Mm -hmm. and like I just told my story about, you know, when I was younger and how those horrible stories, not horrible, just they were my reality. And then later being in dance, I've talked about it on the show so many times, you're bored probably about hearing it, but being a dancer, a go-go dancer and, and, but, and the reason I think I probably talked, you know, lumped these uh, this topic of aging and fitness together is because fitness has always been a huge part of my entire life with my sex and my aging and 
you know, to speak of the eagle, well, becoming a leather man and stories I've heard, um, you know, you really don't, leather, getting into the leather scene, and you could speak to a lot of it, um, Lincoln, is probably not something most people, maybe now, but you don't, you get into it a little bit later. It's like you don't come out in, in general, because I know there's a lot of stories nowadays of younger kids that they're just, you know, they're exposed to more, and it's great because of the work that was done, I would argue, prior to them. But when we probably came out, it wasn't like, let's go to the leather bar, mm-hmm. um, even though it, it's a progression, it's an evolution, mm-hmm. and the leather community is kinky, and it's, it's comprised of a whole a style, and it's a little darker at times, and it's a whole evolution, so, you know, it's just this whole evolutionary process. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm disagreeing with you. Okay, because <laughs> when I Uh-oh. was being raised in, first of all, my biggest statement as a gay man is to hold my partner's hand in public. I Ooh. find that to be my, when I was engaged for five years and we held our hand wherever we were. And that's still a problem. And for I me, loved so, yeah. that. I, and I he love was, that seeing it, but I don't actually do it ooh. either. Yeah, me either. But I do love it. He was it. darker skinned. I was, <laughs> I'm my white and us holding hands in public and just that to me letting people project anything onto it that they wanted to that is still my best statement because it's not in your face I'm not hurting anyone but I'm holding someone's hand and I still love that as far as the gay the young gay being I was attracted to the leather community from a very young age more than any other so in San Francisco, I would go to the Midnight Sun because it was fun to watch TV, but it, the drag world pop was videos. never exciting to me. I didn't like, I know pop, yeah. I used to watch live Golden Girls being aired live really? at Midnight Sun. Like when you hadn't seen any episode before, it was, you know, the first time they Do ever you know aired what that it. that show is, you guys? The Golden Girls. Oh, I mean, I got her. Just kidding. Yeah, I, know, I know the friend. reference, but I don't know the details. Oh, yeah, okay, good, should, good. It's now on Hulu. Every episode, sign up today. Um, but <laughs> I, I found, I found a a a um, a care for younger guys with older leather men. Not a twisted side, but more of a fatherly. Hey, let me show you how to do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me Take show you, you under how your to wing do. And, yeah, yeah, it was more of a mentor. Program and I remember not a mentor program, but it felt like a mentorship. And you were in the right city. I was in the right city at the right time. Yeah. And and I will say, I was um, early nine, late 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 eighties, early nineties in San Francisco. So there was even kind of an awareness of no, put a condom on that. Don't don't do that without a condom. Do because the virus and STDs in general. Back to your opening of the show, and yeah. I think everyone should tell anyone any sexual disease that they if ever you, happen to get to anyone that they've touched, made out with mm-hmm. at any yeah. time with absolutely no shame, and because a virus yeah. doesn't pick a person and say, "Oh, you're gay, so I'm going to hook on to you." Right. It's simply a virus. It's and like we've getting chatted a cold. about that before. Exactly. Yeah, it's and, like getting a cold. But so, when you blacklist it, people don't uh, want to yeah, even yeah. discuss STDs. Yeah. But it's real life. It's your we're all sexual, and, and, and you're doing something that. Most people do, and I think it is respectful and it's smart to be Absolutely. able to talk about it. Right. And, and I even notice said, friends don't always talk about it. And like, anyone who gets a text message about, or an email or a Facebook message about any STD, you should take that with gratitude mm-hmm. and thankfulness that goes, cool, mm-hmm. I get that. Because no one would ever purposely give it to you mm-hmm. if they're writing you an email that says, hey, you might have gotten this from me, I'm very sorry. Right. Hello. And even like, if it was, as you said, fear-based, whatever, just it's so easy to go get tested for yeah. these things that just go get tested. And for that's that. what I love and about prep right now is free, that you have right? to go get tested every three they're months free. anyway. Mm-hmm. So now if you're, if you're, if you, if I don't know who at the table is on prep or not prep, but I am negative and on prep, and I go to my doctor every three yeah. months, I get oh. tested for everything. You, because we're going to do another show on prep, so and, <clears throat> I'll be and, back. Okay, good. And then to answer your question, yes, it is free to get uh, the gay men's health crisis does free testing here in New York. There's all kinds of free testing. For I all. can go get tested too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can, you can also these, get prepped for free. You definitely can get these things too, oh, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure in your And family. I will tell you, when I mention prep or bring up prep with straight people, they have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, I've right. educated most people that I are straight just because they're interested to know also. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and you, you know, you were sharing off line earlier you went to a pretty big party that happens here 
related to the leather community, Brute. Um, it's great. Super um, it fun. Used to be at a different location. Um, now it's at Irving Plaza. It's in different cities like Chicago, San Francisco. But a lot of sexual activity happens. Yeah. Ooh, oh, right. I'm sure they won't mind that. And it's fun. No, well, uh, what I'll say, I'll yes, say it. You say it. So at, I don't, don't want to get at, anyone in trouble. No, about. at the Brute event, I turn to someone and people are dancing and people are kissing and people are talking and people are having sex in corners and people are Holy running man. around with beautiful bodies and, and oh, hello, what a day to live in again. Right. After yeah. a decade and a half, two decades ago, you wouldn't go to anything like that without being fear-based or mm-hmm. freaking out or, you know, not knowing what you could catch or the, the community was gone and now it's back and it is a little wiser and not everyone is, but we are a little wiser and we should be really grateful we could do that again. And it is coming out of, um, like I said before, in the gyms and so forth, like I, for a while there it was like saunas and in the, in the gyms and... Right. Because I think, you know, in particular in this city, you know, after post to Giuliani, it was like there was like nothing and you, you really couldn't find the sexuality sort of like. And a lot of it now stale. is hidden on our apps. And now it's on the apps. And people like you Grindr. spend a Saturday night at home. Yeah. Tinder for you. You sit at home with Tinder, scruff for Tinder. four hours and go yeah. to sleep. Is that a social life? Yeah. I don't think so. But and it's like judging photographs. Right. That's right. all it is. But it's now very vapid. It's, it's very vapid. It's you're nice, absolutely right. Even if you're a boy or whatever, it's nice to know that um, you know a sexuality is coming back into the scene. Mm-hmm. That right. maybe not like before, or maybe we hopefully we are a little more wiser hopefully. and things like prep and you know hopefully we're all using our other head at times. And hopefully we can really talk to each other. Yeah, because I think this is preventing us from actually having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Communication. I think we all need that. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So that's what yeah. the young kids are not talking to each other. Yeah. Sometimes I, I meet people at, right now I choose to use my scruff like Facebook. So if I go out to a bar and I see someone and I, yeah. uh, my pickup line, <laughs> if right. I have one is, hey, haven't I talked to you on scruff? Hey, I'm Lincoln. How are you? And they go, oh, yeah, I have talked to you. And then we walk away. And then the next day um, at the, ah, hey, it was nice to meet you at the Eagle. Do you want to go to dinner or something? Sure. I mean, that's a smart way. And it's a nice. It's a networking. And and if you look at my profile, it talks about me as a human being. I'm not the kind of person to be like, you know, come dump in a hotel. I don't need to know your name. I'm blindfolded. My door is open. But it's not like. It's all going to be okay, honey. It's all going to be okay. Um, but, But some people do like that. Yes. But I don't. You know right. what I mean? The right. other thing I get a lot on Scruff is, hey, I wanted to talk to you at the Eagle, but I didn't want to bother you while you're working. Because they think I work there. This gives me, <laughs> this gives me hope for the apps because <laughs> they I think feel... They works there. No, I always yeah, say... They, I'm know, sure. No, they all do. But it's okay. I feel like I do... I always say I do horrible on the apps, but actually, if I you used have it to, more like the way... You choose like it a that Facebook way. kind of thing. Absolutely. Because... I also think the apps are like I'm not usually ready when some it's a timing thing too. So when I go out, I've you know I look the way I want to look for that occasion. So when they're ready on the apps, I'm like you know in my bathrobe or naked, right? And, you know, not ready. I would so love. I think it's if, a timing thing. If you do an app show, I would love to come back for that because I think that there is yeah. a a huge. And I've never even thought of it. In that light. There's a tutorial to open up a conversation about yeah. how to and how not to because I'm not going to get on eHarmony to find my person because <laughs> there's really, eHarmony. That would like, be for your E-Harmony. community, but it's actually religious. Like really dating or. But it's really, also religious. Yeah, but I. Based. Is eHarmony? Yeah. You've never seen the commercials oh, yeah. on oh, TV? You guys, it's religious. Okay. So I don't think any Is of us it, would be on that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> not that we're not spiritual people, but it's religious based. So. Um, no. Match.com, for example. Match.com, yeah. better example. Probably Thank better you. example. But yes, Alan. Do, do you take a picture? For, so, Grinder, right? Uh, yes. I don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. Heard right. a lot. Um, do you, when you're going out, right? Uh, when you're going, for example, to the Eagle, do you take a picture first of how you're looking at that no, moment? And, and then no. That's a big problem up. for me because Jeremy always is always telling me, like, so when they see you grinding, my other job is fashion and I'm always. And I have so much leather here, yeah, and well, I never, t- I need to probably. Like catch looks and stuff, but I what need to grinder, do that. The yeah. setup of it is literally. We're still getting it's off so, subject. But it's so vapid, it's just a profile. You have one picture. Most, a lot of people post pictures that may be old or not what they look like. So, look like me? And then. Yeah. They look like me. 
I don't change it before I go. I show up at the Eagle. That's what I look like. It's funny because our show current, me on the street. Our current episode that's out right now is. But I, I can definitely recognize it because of the beat, uh, the, exactly. the mustache. It's, I yeah. look like a person. If it's a picture of your. You just showed of your Alex. Do your, yeah, yeah. Your profile pic on one of the. Apps. That, it looks like me. It, it looks does, like a gladiator. It, like you, yeah. it looks like me, and I put on the hat because my hair is growing out. <laughs> exactly. It looks like me. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> well, I think we've kind of exhausted this. It's almost like an hour, but really? I wanted to um, bring it back to, um, I mean, all of this really does relate because, and I think the reason I chose the topic was because, like I said before, it's all an evolution process and fitness has always been such a huge part for me. And I was even a trainer at one point and it's all for confidence and for and fitness really, you know, took me through my sexual evolution, if you will. Yeah. And so, um, and I think we're always evolving. I mean, I know you, mm -hmm. you're getting into fitness now mm -hmm. and- um, Oh yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I think the biggest thing that should be said is that everyone should own their age as old as they are. Everyone should get as fit as they can with the body that they have and the limitations that they have, whether they're Mental limitations, physical limitations. Some people are not going to have his arms right. ever. But I mean, just Some becoming the best his, you would be good Become advice. the best you that you can be. And I do think that in, again, full circle to the conversation, there are so many images being sent to us mm -hmm. every day through this little black screen that, or black mirror, that... Um, I love that show. Ah. I hate that show. You um, hate it? I do, because it's too what? close to reality. It scares the crap out of me. Not the one they did about the... Oh, I... The I, 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 I haven't I seen... I only watched three, and I was like, I'm going to have a stroke. You need to watch the one Would about they? they rate you like... I feel this election was a Black Mirror episode. Like, yes. Are we going to get out of it no, at some no, point? No. It's can, have you know, We're out of election. We're in it. Have you seen? Have you seen the episode, the teddy bear on the Black Mirror? No. So there's an episode... Did you? Yo, there's, okay. an there's an episode of a teddy bear uh, or like a 3D screen kind of like uh, teddy bear who's like making fun of people and everything. And it gets so serious that he turns out to run for presidency and he wins. Uh -huh. But if uh, this is just a very <laughs> short synopsis about it. If you watch the episode, look, I don't take size on this. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah. We'll just watch put, it. Just we'll watch it. <laughs> and then the other, and there's another one about like kind of the apps where people rate you, and oh, it's, yeah. it's the first episode I think ever. Oh, the second on, season. No, the no, second, no, no. Okay, the, the second. second you're right. The second season, and um, I forget the actress who's amazing in it, and she goes around and everyone can rate each other. But see, like, that's so. The like thing for example, like no, it's this whole thing. Like if you worked at Starbucks and I came up to you. Um, after I rate you, and so you're always trying to get a higher rating because if you get a higher rating, then you. It's like up. it's like your credit score. Yeah, so your credit score, wow, high, and everyone kind of knows. Like high class people is five stars. But see, this is the world we're creating. Well, there, it's a, every it's single a day we're creating. Look at the the world we are creating. So I right. highly recommend that episode. And vapid on the max. Yeah, on yeah. the max, and that's and why that creates the facade because you have to fake that personality. Right, right. Yeah. Well, in, in the show, but it happens you with social never really media now. Be that. Yeah, yeah, you can't really be yourself. You can't really curse because if people don't like that, negative, you know, like zero points. And so right. it, it creates that. It's mind warping. It's, oh, it's crazy. it's crazy. After that episode, I just, I, I didn't want to be on Instagram after that. I was like, oh man, it's my crazy shit. Well, I want to thank both of you, my guests today. You guys have been awesome. Um, Steven, I was just I, listening. No, you were great. Steven, I want to definitely have you back. There's a lot to talk about on apps and, and prep, and we are going to dig into that. Um, one thing I wanted to mention about you, you are in a current book um, that's in Europe right now, or it's a magazine. It's called Wings. Yeah, a magazine called Wings. And they did a little piece about me, uh, Tom of Finland Baker. <laughs> yeah. And they also did an article on the same two-page spread about the eagle in new york that's awesome. so it's a very it's a little snapshot of new york right wings now. right wings yeah we can um visit the protein bakery in new york city on 19th street in chelsea or online at proteinbakery.com thank you and to follow you we should follow you at um, mad lincoln at instagram that's a fun one or madlincoln.com is my website that kind of does my my little alter ego awesome well. awesome thank, thank you, you so much alex um we love you how can um we can follow you at so unleash you can, fit you can follow me on unleash fit uh you can like my page on unleash fit uh i am developing new programs for this coming summer uh for young kids so if you guys have kids at some point i think it will be fun 
um, and it helps them increase uh, confidence and kind of stay away from uh, social media as much as possible so they can actually interact with people. And you really are the best trainer. I mean, I was a trainer at one point. I was an athlete. I've had other trainers, but I stick with you because you really are, you know, you inspire me every day and I couldn't think of training with anybody else. So yeah. thank you so much. To touch, bit, to touch a little bit on what he was saying uh, of being the best person uh, of yourself, um, I think a lot of people lack on that and I tell them to let them know that how amazing your body is. No matter what it is, no matter if you don't have big arms, big shoulders, it does not matter. At the end of the day, you have to learn how to love yourself, no matter straight, gay, I don't care what you are. Love yourself first before you even see the outside world and always be the hardest person in that room and you're going to learn how to be an LWD, which I call that lead without title. Okay, so just, I love that. Yes. I love that. I'm it's from a book. It. It's from a book. Uh, yes, uh, I'm we can list that. You uh, give me all your links, and I will put them on the yeah. site. Jeremy, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. We can follow you at J Ross Lopez. Correct? Yes, and please follow our show. It's at Talk About Gay Sex on Tumblr, um, Facebook, our new website, which we have talkaboutgaysex.com. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So thank you so much. Thank you for doing it. Absolutely. Thank for having you. us. We will see you next time. See you later. More pizza, more wine. I know I'm coming back. <laughs>